0: One change that will be implemented this school year relates to our school bathrooms. In compliance with new federal guidelines, all CPS students and staff will have fair and equitable access to bathroom facilities that align with their gender identity. We will be providing all schools with updated signage that makes our bathrooms more inclusive.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the intersection of faith, family, and filmmaking. You're listening to Fearless with Mark and Amber. Today... On the podcast Mm -hmm. i told my husband mark that he could share his news with us
2: (laughs) we're free flying today
1: (laughs) (laughs) well it's been exciting so um it's kind of been a whirlwind over here on our end there's been a lot happening with the mind polluters since it started screening in Mm -hmm. churches and other venues across the states. Uh, this past weekend, we had two screenings: one in Indiana, one in Kentucky. Well received, high praises all around. Uh, in Texas, one of our one of the cast members was able to share about the film three different times and speak with people like Mike Lindell. I mean, you know, who gets to do that? So, yeah. <laughs> so it's fun. It's fun to to sit back and watch the Lord's people work and. And we're excited to watch the Lord work through his people to reach this lost and dying world for him.
2: Mm-hmm. I'd like to see some other states join in. If you're with an organization that is interested in hosting a screening of the Mind Polluters, please contact us. Mark yeah. and Amber at fearlessfeatures.org. org. We would love to talk with you. It's easy to do. And uh, a lot of success with the screening so yeah. far. A lot of people asking the, what was the one that the. Just over the weekend, they they did the screening, and the people said, "Can you please come back and screen oh, this bo- film both again?" Both
1: places in Indiana, the Southern Indiana and Kentucky, both are already scheduling screenings again.
2: Yeah, so I mean, that's really that's really quite unheard of. So yeah. we're we're grateful that people are that it's waking
1: up, <sighs>
2: that's resonating with people. Mm-hmm. So to all those who have watched it and have given us feedback nice reviews and kind words and sent us notes and we thank you we're grateful it makes it worth
1: it yeah and those of you who are waiting for it to come out on streaming it will be uh spring of next year is our goal mm-hmm. we have um actually had several requ- requests for the film to be translated into spanish mm-hmm. that is going to be several thousand dollar project because you need a different voice actor screen voiceover for every actor so (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna get costly
2: yeah so i mean the 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 less costly version is spanish subtitles right so if you would like to uh, help support help support that effort this mission yeah then please contact us or if you're with an organization that would like to support that effort we would love to that's the spanish subtitles is not nearly as expensive a full a full translation right voiceover in spanish is another story but
1: but we'll start and and do with what we what we can yeah so yeah so you can visit fearlessfeatures.org where you can give there and or Send us an email. Mm-hmm. We'll leave links below for you.
2: So I have So what do you have today? I have all kinds of fun stuff. Oh. First, well, first I have to start with this audio. This is this is from the Supreme Court. This is from outside of the Supreme Court. Okay. Okay. When? It's just a, a like few weeks ago. Oh, okay. When they first started hearing arguments on this challenge to Roe v. Wade.
1: Oh, okay. Got it.
2: So, what you can't tell from just listening to the audio, Uh so listening to the audio, you hear they're saying abortion pills forever. Yeah, I
1: didn't catch that right away, but it's okay.
2: What you can't tell is that what they're doing, now whether this is real or not, I don't know, but the sentiment is real. There are women standing there and all at the same time, they're swallowing abortion pills on the steps of the Supreme Court. It's
1: probably a tic-tac. (laughs) (laughs) let's hope so i mean for their sake
2: so um as you know i get a lot of interesting i'm on a lot of interesting email lists yes so this one is uh, that i get every day is called daily malarkey i'm not sure how i got on this list but it's pretty funny it's a hashtag snark brevity (laughs) (laughs) okay okay um and it's so, it says, uh, subject who, liberals, what, have only just begun their misbehavior regarding the Supreme Court wading into row. <laughs> uh, from town hall, watch pro-abortion activists take abortion pills outside of the Supreme Court. Uh, it's, it's basically like... And
1: that's what you just thats what you just right, played. Right, that's
2: what I just played. Right. So, it's just like a bunch of smart aleck uh-huh. headlines all compiled. Um. Here's one. Did you notice all those birthing persons turned back into women for the row debate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, are liberals back to my body, my choice again today? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, if not wearing a mask or not getting the vax is not following the science, then not accepting that it's a human life in the womb is also not following science <laughs> either. Uh Uh, This is a good one. The burden of parenthood is an obstacle to women's success. The pro-abortion attorney tells Amy Coney Barrett, a mother of seven who is a sitting Supreme Court justice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. And, of course, Amazon strips Clarence Thomas documentary from streaming
1: service. Um, Not surprised. Doesn't surprise me. No. Um, They took us off of streaming with Inwood Drive. I'll be surprised if we get on with the mind polluters
2: well we're still on we're yeah. still on amazon but they took us off of prime oh yeah so yeah um, okay i got another clip here
0: taking steps to create more inclusive and supportive schools one change that will be implemented this school year relates to our school bathrooms in compliance with new federal guidelines all cps students and staff will have fair and equitable access to bathroom facilities that align with their gender identity. We will be providing all schools with updated signage that makes our bathrooms more inclusive. It will identify the fixtures available in each restroom and make it clear that all restrooms are open for use by anyone who feels comfortable. Staff will continue to have staff-only restrooms available to them. This is an incredibly important step to increase gender equity for all, which is why we will be requiring all schools to post this signage by December 1st of this school year. Our district's Office of Student Protections in Title IX is also working on a long-term plan to create more permanent signage for our bathrooms. I encourage you to visit our website at cps.edu. Forward slash OSP to learn more about
1: our uh yeah. My first question is why do the teachers get their (laughs) own exclusive bathrooms? But you're making children you're 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 forcing children.
2: Aren't there any trans teachers? (laughs) Well how uh, why are you discriminating against the tranny teachers?
1: Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. Why do you get to Mm -hmm. live in your safe zone?
2: Yeah, this is Chicago Public Schools announced new rules removing gendered bathrooms. Uh, in compliance with new federal guidelines all cps students and staff will have fair and equitable access to bathroom facilities that align with their gender identity Does
1: anybody even know what any of that means anymore no. They're just they're just buzzwords that people use No <laughs> What's uh, the truth of the matter
2: Yes Well the truth is whatever they say it is No yes that's that's the way the world works these days
1: oh got a news flash
2: so so here's some now i'm not you know i'm not i i am not on any social media i know anymore. praise the lord but <laughs> but these articles of course include except for social, your soundcloud social media posts right yeah um so these are all twitter comments um what is CPS doing to accommodate girls who may not feel comfortable using the bathroom with a boy in the next stall?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: my girls will not feel comfortable sharing a bathroom with boys who is making these ridiculous decisions, who is making sure girls are not harassed or bullied in these stalls. Well, the
1: federal government is through their Title IX pro- right.
2: uh, funding. Where can my child get privacy to ensure no boy will try to peek at her while she is in a stall? hmm Well... It's none of your business, birthing person, (laughs) says the government. Um, uh, What about the safety, privacy, and dignity of your female staff and pupils? Don't they count? Or are you only interested in performing equality that grants males unfettered access to females in vulnerable situations? Uh, And this is addressed. Uh, in the mind polluters actually jennifer mccoy talks about this so now here's one from a man talking about his 12 year old niece uh went in the inclusive bathroom and found two boys in there now it's a been a battle because she won't drink anything as she tries to never have to use the bathrooms at school
1: Mm -hmm. see the the constant the both both arsonist and firefighter Mm -hmm. that you know there's there you're constantly creating new problems that should never even exist
2: well here's the the last one it really makes the best point um 75 of chicago elementary school students do not meet basic proficiency in reading (laughs) but by all means let's force this on them Uh uh-huh Thoughts, comments, questions, concerns before we move on to the next fun thing.
1: <laughs> it's, it's Tuesday. It's early. Okay. Go ahead.
2: Uh, I've got one from WorldNet Daily. We talked a little bit about this one. Meta plan. <laughs> Let's uh, this is the Facebook. Who, right. So Facebook has
1: merged re- everything,
2: rebranding themselves as Meta. Yeah. Uh, send us your nude images that you don't want online.
1: I saw this article. <laughs> I had done. Yeah. Cause here's the gist <laughs> of it. Right. So send us your nude images so that we can scan our, right. all of our servers to make sure that this image doesn't exist. Right,
2: we'll look for a match, right?
1: Right. Oh, Let go- a little- who, who, who? Yeah, that's a great idea, right?
2: Let me read a little How bit How can this, this go wrong? Sorry. Go ahead. Revenge porn is a serious issue online. And few would dispute there needs to be serious repercussions for offenders. Wait,
1: pause. <laughs> Stop. Okay, okay. So revenge porn. I would like to see the demographics of revenge porn. Mm-hmm. Like who? What's our target audience here for revenge porn? Honestly, is it is, is it the new the millennials? Is it uh? You know, what age range are we talking about here?
2: Well, you know, there's an who gets easy sucked
1: into these things. There's
2: a simple solution to all of this.
1: Oh, right? do tell
2: well it's called abstinence <laughs> right
1: it's <laughs> nobody it's wants really to hear that just you, that simple you're old and crusty <laughs> i guess i am
2: um what, yeah it what, says right what, here what an old-fashioned design yeah, shucks there are large populations in america that think any porn online is a serious cancer and there needs to be appropriate penalties yeah that's me But now there's a new strategy by Meta, formerly Facebook. The company says you should send your porn images to them if you don't want them online.
1: (laughs) Again, who's taking these? Who's sharing them online?
2: Yeah. So it's the
1: younger generation. I I feel sorry for the younger generations. Like they're just that gullible. Yeah there are probably people who Mm -hmm. do this
2: yeah meta has come up with a brilliant idea to prevent your nude content from (laughs) from spreading across facebook and instagram right the company has launched a tool that lets you submit your explicit photos to a hashtag database so that they can be recognized and removed from the platforms in the future
1: how about if you just not do it anyway uh, like common sense, there's nothing common about common sense anymore.
2: <laughs> if you suspect someone might share your intimate photos or they threaten to do it, you can submit your case through the website. This will require you to submit photos or videos that show you nude or semi-nude, engaged in a sexual act, and so on. <clears throat> <laughs>
1: um.
2: Okay it will only be used to generate a digital fingerprint. Oh, even better. <laughs> <All> right. let right. <laughs> let's let's get your nude photos to make that your digital fingerprint because you can trust Facebook. Right. Then all the tech companies involved in stopncii.org will receive the hash.
1: What's ncii.org? Oh,
2: hold on. It's and make me go back and read. Um, <laughs> it's this. It's this. I don't know what it is.
1: Wait, I'll wait. I'll
2: look. Oh. the uh, StopNCII is a website. StopNCII.org is a website that these groups, Revenge Porn Helpline, Meta, and dozens of other groups launched. To help attack the problem.
1: Right. Oh, stop non-consensual intimate image abuse. They have an A. They forgot the A in there somewhere. (laughs) N-C-I-I-A.
2: So, this is a great idea.
1: Are you worried someone might share your intimate images online? Has this already happened to you? I'm reading directly from the uh, website. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> okay any other on that one
1: no i'm gonna leave a link to it though so other people can go and look at it because
2: i've been collecting i've got i've got more i've been collecting these for they've a got revenge
1: here. porn helpline which is part of swgfl I wonder what that is I
2: don't know. who knows okay here's another one from WorldNet daily let's talk about critical race theory
1: <laughs> one of my favorites
2: critical race trove uncovered in california teaches kids witchcraft advocates hexes on those who say all lives matter.
1: <laughs> this is like, this is like, did you say California? California. California is also where they were doing the uh, chants to the Aztec gods. Yeah,
2: yeah, it goes right along with that.
1: I mean, but the, but by all <clears throat> means, by all means, Christianity, you cannot mm-hmm. have Christianity in the schools.
2: A trove of critical race theory documentation has been unco- uncovered inside the workings of a California school district, including several pages that explain How to cast a hex on someone who says that all lives matter. Oh, my gosh. This is from a column at The Federalist. Mm -hmm. um, Part of what the Campbell Union High School District has promoted. Okay, they've promoted more than 100 equity resources to students and staff, including a document that taught students how to put a curse on those who say all lives matter. The documentation includes 60 different links a Google Drive folder of with course. 45 documents and more. So, uh, one section titled Hex tells the reader, Hexing people is an important way to get out anger and frustration. It becomes increasingly deranged, suggesting that those who say all lives matter or commit Microaggressions should be targeted. What is a microaggression?
1: <laughs> can we look it up?
2: Like you may you ticked me off just a little. <laughs> hey man be pamby, whatever. Okay.
1: It's a term that they can use to get grant money. right. <laughs>
2: it's a write your own hex poem cursing that person. Wait
1: wait, wait I got it, I got it. Microaggression noun. This is from the Merriam-Webster dictionary. Uh,
2: yeah, and you can trust them.
1: A statement, action, or incident regarded as an instance of indirect, subtle, or unintentional discrimination against members of a marginalized group such as a racial or ethnic minority.
2: So <laughs> So, so don't think it's too something hard. something you can be accused of for no reason whatsoever. Sounds like it. For someone that you don't know, do don't not know, like had it. anything to do with. It's,
1: it's subtle. It can be anything subtle. It's kind of I, I universal. look at you sideways. Right. You, a microaggression. A microaggression. A microaggression. I saw how you looked at me. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Why are we allowed to share an office? I don't know.
2: <laughs> Other readings in this treasure trove on the Google Drive include... A world with no police. What? And the black radical tradition. And many more.
1: Makes my head hurt.
2: The stated goals include efforts to, quote, dismantle institutionalized racism in our society and our school district. Um there you go. I don't know. And it's not just California, but I love the picture that they have here of Nev Campbell in The Craft. Oh, yeah. All right.
1: Oldie but goodie. All
2: right. So there's there's that. Would you like another another audio clip? <laughs> oh, oh, by I'll all love. means. Let's see what the world's up to okay. these days. This is, uh, this one's more recent.
3: Records show that those notes were left in Phelan's classroom and a girl's bathroom. Now, police say Phelan said she wasn't going to carry those threats out. She just wanted to bring attention to her
0: classroom. If it's a kid, you can kind of, their brain's not grown yet, but for an adult to do such a thing, I just I just can't even. It's incredible.
3: It's a sentiment shared by many at Abraham Lincoln High School in Council Bluffs after learning a now former math teacher faces felony charges. Police say Katrina Phelan hid a series of threatening notes throughout the school in November about shooting and killing students. Court documents show a student found the first note left on her chair in Phelan's classroom. It read, quote, Friday morning, sun's out, guns out, bang, bang, they dead, all of them tired of the drama," end quote. Two other notes were left in a girl's bathroom. Phelan herself claimed to find one of them, which read, quote, after school, Buses, guns, God bless America, they are all going to die, end quote. The school turned a total of four notes over to police. Officers say a detective met with Phelan on November 29th. He said she identified three of the notes as her own handwriting and apologized for writing them. As for the reason, police say Phelan told them she wasn't feeling safe in her classroom, that the kids were very mean to each other, so she wanted someone to, quote, handle it it's really sad an affidavit shows phelan later said quote i don't remember writing them but at the same time i'm 100 percent sure that i did write them and that's weird too end quote it goes on to say she told investigators she wrote them quote out of concern worry and frustration over the lack of control in her classroom end quote and that she hoped to bring attention to quote the fact that it's not a safe place end quote the district has since fired Phelan. Police do not believe Phelan had any intention of carrying out the threats. Parents say they're confident their children are safe at Abraham Lincoln. I feel
1: very reassured that they're doing the right things and it's swift and taken care of and
3: things are being doing things are being done appropriately. At Phelan faces multiple counts of threats of terrorism. She did turn herself in at the Pottawatomie County Jail earlier this afternoon. As of right now, she's no longer in custody
2: thoughts comments questions concerns
3: wow no i was the first thing
1: i wondered was if she was going to be charged with uh threats of terrorism like that that kid that shooter in where where was that just at
2: uh near outside of detroit
1: yeah mm-hmm.
2: yeah oh no you can't charge her she's yes, a, that's, she's that's a what teacher they said. No, no you can't charge her with terrorism now, if she was a parent okay, like, questioning the school board, well, then let's get the SWAT team. Right. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> no, well, it, it was interesting because I, listening to just listening to the news report, and all I kept thinking when she was going back and forth about what this woman was saying, oh, I could have wrote them. Um, I'm 100% sure I did. Right. But I don't know why. Well. Well, I don't
2: remember if I wrote that or not.
1: You're a little schizophrenic bipolar She's a or something. freaking
2: loon is what <laughs> she is. Whoa.
1: Well, but by all means, everyone is everyone is now convinced that everyone's safe. Well, I'd say that, too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I wanted to draw attention to the fact that the school's not safe because of people like you. Exactly. You nutbag. Why are you even allowed in the school? What are you doing? And she you notice, know, she's the one that, that that she wrote the note, hid the note. And then brought the note to the attention of the school. Look out, somebody left this in here.
1: (laughs) Maybe that's like psycho. You're a
2: psychopath. What? What? This is what happens when you people
1: snap. Like, like, what? When
2: you make them teach common core math, apparently. (laughs) So, and that's in Iowa. Uh,
1: Okay, next.
2: Next. Okay, I got a few more.
1: Okay, you're getting close to the end of time here.
2: Okay, Fairfax County Library puts Genderqueer and Lawn Boy next to Bible in holiday reading display.
1: Oh, I saw that with the little gnomes holding it.
2: Yes. Yes. This is Fairfax County. Again. Again. (laughs) Um, A library in Fairfax County, Virginia created a book display featuring the notorious books Genderqueer and Lawn Boy, which parents claim feature pedophilia and obscene material. Yes, they do alongside the bible Uh but later removed the display after residents called it offensive Uh good job residents Uh, well there's pictures of it
1: i know i saw it Mm -hmm.
2: so this is uh we'll leave a link so you guys can see it too the dolly madison library holiday reading display was intended to highlight the freedom to read and the fact that many library patrons have more time during the holidays to do so Fairfax County Public Library Director Jessica Hudson told Fox News in a statement Tuesday, it was not the intention of staff to create a display that could be construed as offensive. The display has been removed.
1: <laughs> well, it was interesting oh. when, when they got questioned about it and and then the, uh, the branch manager, I read that article, then the branch manager pushed it off onto the marketing department <laughs> for right. comment. Oh, I didn't do
2: it. I don't know
3: anything about it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, <clears throat> lawn boy includes long sections of a boy reminiscing about explicit experiences he had at 10 years old gender queer a memoir by Maya Kobabi includes photos of sexual acts between a boy and a man
1: but by all means it's not uh, pedophilia at all
2: right concerned parents had spoken up at Fairfax County school board meetings to protest the book's presence in school libraries, but the school district reinstated the books after two committees ruled that they do not contain pedophilia or obscene material. Right. (laughs) I could go on, but I won't because everybody's head's going to explode. Thoughts about that? No, you got time for one more. I have one more. Okay. Okay, let's talk about, let's pick on CNN. (laughs) Okay. This one's from, I don't know if this is Knock report or NO, it's NOQ report. Um, mm-hmm. And I get it. This is a, it's a pretty interesting website. Uh, CNN producer who worked with Fredo, You know who that is? No. That's
1: uh, Chris Cuomo. Oh, okay. Why so, do they call him Frito?
2: I don't know. Uh, he was arrested for luring nine-year-old and mom for sex. There's something creepy about the culture at CNN. We see their hosts and employees oddly defending perversion, including pe- pedophilia and sexual. I Got cut off. Anyway, that's just the people in front of the camera. But the Sodom and Gomorrah News Network seems to be even sicker behind the camera. The latest example has a CNN producer who has worked with Chris Friedo Cuomo. I don't know what I don't understand. Is that his that, middle but, name? I don't know. Maybe it is. Getting arrested for luring a mother and her nine-year-old to his home for, quote, sexual training.
1: I don't even know where to start with that.
2: Uh, His name's John Griffin, 44, worked alongside disgraced CNN host Chris Cuomo on New Day and most recently served as producer for John Avlon, the Liberal Network's senior political analyst. Outside of work, however... The Connecticut man's interests were dark and disturbing, and Griffin was arrested you on think. Friday. Huh?
1: I said, you think?
2: Yeah. He was arrested on Friday and charged with three counts of attempting to entice minors to engage in unlawful sexual activity. According to a statement from the Justice Department, it's amazing that the Justice Department actually did anything mm-hmm. about this, Griffin used instant messaging apps last year to contact the parents of minor daughters persuading them Quote, to allow him to train their daughters to be sexually submissive. This is the this is the key here that I wanted to point out. Quote, a woman is a woman regardless of her age, he allegedly said. What does that sound like? I wonder where that came from, the mindset of children are sexual from birth. Oh, yeah. Right?
1: I wonder where you're going with that. I was right. like, um... And so this is... Yeah, Alfred Kinsey.
2: Yeah, Alfred Kinsey, Who's, sexual from birth. Yeah. So this is the natural fallout from our whole culture being brainwashed into this mindset that...
1: Children are sexual children from are birth. Children
2: are sexual from birth. And I know I'm not the only one to say it, and I'm not the first one to say it, but you can mark my words along with many others, that over the next year, especially, you're going to see more and more pushes in popular mass media and movies to start to normalize pedophilia oh
1: yeah Mm -hmm. that's
2: their next thing yep gotta make it because it's
1: already happening in the books remember what debbie DeGroff said in the mind Mm -hmm. polluters and she said it's it's her belief because she's been doing it for so many years decades she's been reading these children's books and she said the children's books have the changes in what they're trying to create in culture Mm -hmm. and as we see more and more of these books pop up and these, you know, and rightfully parents are challenging them, yep. but then the school boards and whoever else is in charge of these, the reviews are putting them back in there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's only a matter of time.
2: Yeah. And I think the reason is because it is, it, if you watch, if you've watched any of the, uh, what's her name, Gis, Gislaine Maxwell, she oh, was, Glaine Maxwell. Yeah. She was, you know, Epstein's buddy. Yeah. If you watch any of that, and I've read some of the initial court filings, and uh, and you listen, if you go back and listen to the interview that we did with Craig Sawyer, mm-hmm. and he kind of touches on this, Veterans it for is, child rescue. It is so pervasive, mm-hmm. child trafficking for sex, that there, that's that's what they have to do now because so many people in positions of power. Are pedophiles, mm-hmm. and so they have to normalize it. Otherwise, they're all looking at prison time, mm-hmm. and they they should go to prison, mm-hmm. right? But they don't. They're not going to allow that to happen because they've got they're going to normalize it through the media. Mm-hmm. So, Christians, parents, we have to stand firm. We absolutely cannot. You you have to just absolutely destroy these people mm-hmm. when they start down this path, and you're. You see articles about it more and more Mm -hmm. starts with the college professors and then it'll start coming in. You'll start seeing it on the likes of CNN and PBS, you know, talking about now it now instead of pedophiles, it's minor attracted persons.
1: Right. Well, and there's several I don't know. Lately, I've I've seen um, news threads about all of the teachers in the in the school systems, who are being charged with sexual misconduct mm-hmm. with minors? Mm-hmm. I mean, it it continues to just yeah ugh.
2: yeah yeah you're you're a pedophile. Mm-hmm. So
1: anyway, that's all I got. Yeah. So with that, well, thank you guys for sticking around to the end today. Well, I know it's a lot of news, a lot of sometimes <laughs> depressing news. We got to get some better news on here. We'll get
2: we'll do something more
1: interesting. Well, we are gonna day. have um Kathy Humberger from Reprotection uh, on as she was at the.
2: She was at the Supreme Court. She was
1: at the Supreme Court and out there um, during verbal arguments.
2: Yeah. So she's going to talk to us about that. And And its implications in Indiana. Yeah.
1: All right. So until next Tuesday, we will talk to you again. Have a wonderfully blessed day.